0: Praise the Lord and welcome to a brand new week and also a brand new weekly message here at WGM Church. Before we start with today's main text, let us ready our hearts and minds by reading together the meditation of the week from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, I will say of the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. This week's uh, message comes from John, Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 1. Through 11. The Lord Jesus Christ, the Eternal Father for the children of God. John 14, verse 1 through 11. Let not your heart be troubled, ye believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again, and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may may be also. And whither I go ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If he had known me, he should have known my Father also. And from henceforth he know him, and have seen him. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He he that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, Show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the works, believe me for the very works' sake. After the last supper with his disciples, and also after Judas Iscariot, the devil among the them departed, Jesus told his disciples that he would leave them and go to the Father to prepare a place for them and will return to take them all to the house of the Heavenly Father. Jesus said that they knew that where he was going and also the way as well. The doubtful disciple Thomas asked the Lord, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? John 14 verse 5. Jesus must have known that all of them, all the disciples, like Thomas, did not know where he was going. Upon hearing their question, he, says, he said something very important, not only to them, but for all who are to believe in him through them in the future. The next verse, next verse in John 14, verse 6. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Jesus said, that there is only one way to the Father, and that is Jesus himself. He was saying that he is the only way. In addition, he said that he is the only truth, and the very truth, as well as the life, the life, no other way. Modern philosophers and religious leaders of the world today are still not only pursuing, but they are struggling to find the way to the truth and the life. Buddha, for example, sought, the, sought to find the way, pursuing to reach the so-called nirvana, i.e. total resting and freedom. However, they aren't able to realize, they're not realizing that such points um, in life aren't reachable. Not only this, but also all of the world philosophies and religions pursue the way forever and ever in vain. They are unable to know themselves where that way is heading into. They haven't discovered what that way is and where it leads to for the past 6,000 years. And yet, they are still hopelessly pursuing their own way even today. Unto the everyone in the world who is pursuing a vain way of peace such as nirvana, Jesus told us of a very important truth within his prayer to Father God before he went to the Father. In John chapter 17, verse 3, And this is life life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. And he also prayed, in the next verse in 17 John 17:17 17, 17, sanctify them through thy truth thy word is truth in other words the knowledge of the father and Jesus Christ himself is the life eternal what he means is that the only way to receive eternal life is through knowing the Father and Himself, and to believe in Him, and to receive Him, to enter into Him, and to understand the word of truth, word of the truth. And it is the only way to receive eternal life. The disciples who had heard the Lord The Lord told many times about his father, would have thought that the father and Jesus were different from each other. Philip's question reveals this in John 14 verse 8. Lord, show us the father and it sufficeth us. At this time, Jesus spoke something very difficult to understand. In the following verses, verses 9 and 10. Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father, and how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Jesus said to help them understand once again who he is. In the next verse, John fourteen eleven. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me. Or else believe me for the very works sake even today through the holy spirit those who believe in jesus christ who died for their sins according to the scriptures and buried and rose again the third day according to the scriptures realize that jesus is the father god himself But to hypocrites who reject to believe in Jesus, the Holy Spirit will not allow them to know of Jesus as the Father God. When he said to the Jews who believed in Jesus as God, saying, I and my Father are one, the Jews lifted the stone again to stone Jesus. They said that Jesus was blaspheming God and tried to stone him. Ultimately, they crucified Jesus unto death. However, the prophet Zechariah prophesied that they shall finally realize and repent that they killed Heavenly Father on the day of Jesus' second coming. When Jesus comes back, the second advent, the second coming, they'll know who they stabbed, who they pierced. So let's read Zechariah 12 verse 10. And I will pour upon the house of David and upon the inhabitants of Jerusalem the spirit of grace and supplications. And they shall look upon me whom they have pierced. And they shall mourn for him as one mourneth for his only son and shall be in bitterness for him as one that is in bitterness for his firstborn. If we turn back to the Gospels, we can see that when Jesus was on the cross and he, when he died, one of the Roman soldiers stabbed him in in his ribs. That's what Zechariah mentioned here in this verse. And they shall look upon me whom they have pierced. Nowadays Jews, Gentiles, and including even so-called themselves as Christians, most of them do not search the scriptures in detail. So they do not know who Jesus is. So they believe in another Jesus, believe in another gospel, and receive another spirit. The only way to know who Jesus is, only through the words of God. It really isn't hard. Um, I just want to give you a quick insight. If it's not the Holy Spirit, you're not going to know. Um, you believe in a different Jesus, another Jesus, just like the Bible says. Different gospel. You're never going to get the true understanding of the Holy Bible, the words of God. 700 years before Jesus appeared to the world, the prophet Isaiah clearly foretold who Jesus is. If we turn to Isaiah seven, uh, seven fourteen, behold, a virgin shall conceive, and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. Next, look, let's turn to chapter nine, Isaiah nine verse six. who is to be conceived by the Holy Spirit in Mary's womb, is the God, and that this Jesus is the Eternal Father. According to this prophecy, Jesus told his disciples that he is God the Father, who is one with the Father. Also Isaiah prophesied of him because he is God himself will do all wonderful things, and through the Holy Spirit, he is the counselor who guides them, who believe in him to the way to receive life. The life. Then we must deeply understand why Heavenly Father was born in the world in the image of Adam. Image of Adam as in man just like you and me, has flesh, has hair. All those born after Adam sinned and was cast out of the Garden of Eden and they had to live without knowing who their father is. Even though people have genealogy in their family to remember who their biological fathers are, They're boasting themselves how they were born into the roots of so-called royal family. However, all people born into the world need to know that Heavenly Father himself personally created every single organ in the body, in our body, for them to be born into the world through their mother's womb. Realizing this truth, King David testified of what he had understood in Psalms 139, verse 13 through 18. For thou hast possessed my reins, thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. My substance was not hid from thee, when I was made in secret, and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth, thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. And in thy book all my members were written, which in continuous were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. That's correct. God the Father who made us all in our mother's wombs, He made us in all of our mother's womb to show that he is the Father of all. For this cause, Jesus was born to let all men understand of him as the true Father through being conceived in the womb of Mary by the Holy Spirit. To let the world know that he is the Father for all. He had done so many wondrous things that no man could do at all. He raised the dead he healed all diseases and walked on the surface of waters and turned water into wine and fed more than 5000 men only with 5 loaves of bread and 2 fishes and then afterwards leaving over 12 basketfuls He then took on all the sin of the world all the sins of the world unto his own flesh He died and then went down to hell to cast all the sins and curses into the fire of hell. Then he rose again the third day to give salvation to the world. Because of this, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to the world 2,000 years ago, has opened the way to the Heavenly Father, Through the Lord Jesus Christ, He is the only way and the truth and the life by the gospel that we are given for those that believe in Him as the Lord Jesus Christ. As the Lord and Christ. People in the world look down to those who do not have family genealogy. We have heard of this happening in the times of old Korean dynasties. Our Lord Jesus Christ truly wants all men to enter into his his genealogy to live in the eternal kingdom of God in heaven through believing in him to enter the way into heaven by receiving eternal life being sanctified by the truth. For this cause, Jesus, the Father of us all, died for all by shedding his blood. And he rose again the third day to give eternal life for all men and find Father God. For the Jews, Jehovah God was their father, as Jesus asked them to pray for their God, Jehovah. But unto the children of God who believe in Jesus, Jesus is their groom and brother. Not only that, Jesus is their Lord and God and Eternal Father. Before we close out, I want to ask you a question: Have you been saved? Have you received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Today is the day of salvation. Tomorrow's not a guarantee. We never know what happens in the next five, ten minutes of our lives. Tomorrow's not guaranteed. So we mentioned earlier, um, this is the gospel according to 1 Corinthians 15, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 3 and 4. You need to understand this. Everyone that came to birth here on earth, Bear the image of Adam. And we have all sinned. Everybody is a sinner here. As it is written, There is none righteous. No, not one. For all have sinned and come short the glory of God. But there is a way. If you admit that you're a sinner and you repent for not believing in Jesus Christ, repent your sins, you can receive salvation through Jesus Christ. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, that's Jesus Christ, shall be saved. that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. If you truly believe that he took away all your sins, and just like the gospel I read earlier, that he died for your sins and he was buried and he rose again from the dead on the third day. Believing in this, confessing your sins, and that you believe in the gospel, you are saved. I want to lead you into a prayer, a sinner's prayer, and we'll close out today's message. You can follow along. I'll go ahead and uh, slowly start. Please repeat after me. Here we go. Lord, I am a sinner and need your forgiveness. I believe that Jesus Christ shed his blood, his precious blood, and died for my sins. I am willing to turn from my sin. I now invite Christ to come into my heart as my personal Savior. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, thank you for your word today. May the Holy Spirit anoint each and every listener today so that they may receive your words of truth and keep them in their heart. Please provide them wisdom and open their understanding as they read the Holy Bible. Please bless and sanctify them, Lord, as they grow in you and walk with you in their daily journey out in in the world. Please protect them send your ministering spirits so that they may not fall even if they fall give them the strength and good courage to pick themselves up again and to run after you in the name of our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus name we pray Amen